Well, good morning. It's good to see you this morning. I'm just a little clumsy, <laughs> always. But uh, if you would, you can take your copy of God's Word and open it again to Proverbs, the third chapter, which is where we were um, last Lord's Day. We're going. We we looked at. Um, verse 5 of chapter 3 last week, and now we're going to look at verse 6 because they are a unit, and we're going to see the results of doing what we looked at and talked about doing last week. But if you have your Bible and would like to stand for the reading of God's Word, then uh, let's read verses 5 and 6 again of Proverbs chapter number 3. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your paths. This is the Word of the Lord. Last week, we zeroed in on verse number 5. And I told you that what is encapsulated in verse 5 and consequently verse 6, if, if this was the only passage of Scripture that we had in our Bibles after John 3.16, then you have right here everything you need for a successful Christian life. Because the light, we, we come to Christ by faith alone and we live after conversion, after regeneration, by faith alone. By trusting in the Lord with all of our hearts. Leaning not on our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledging Him. And He will make our path straight. Or, as can be translated and, I think more appropriately, direct our steps. Now, after looking at last week, we saw that um, all of who we are is to rest in all of who God is. That that is the essence of trusting Him. Of our co- having confidence in Him. That as we go through the journey of life, everything we face, every decision that we're faced with, every, every problem that we encounter, every setback, supposed setback that we have, everything we face, we, we're to trust Him in the midst of it. And we're not to lean on our own understanding. I told you, really, that's a twofold command, but it's like two sides of the same coin because if you're trusting in the Lord with all your heart, you're not going to be leaning on your own understanding. You, you can't do both. Okay, You're, you're doing one or, or the other. And so we're not to... I cannot overemphasize this. We're not to depend on our understanding of things. We're not to depend on our intellectual ability. That doesn't mean we don't use our intellect, but we don't depend on it. We're not to depend on the power of human reasoning. We're, we're not to depend on 
common sense. Though we use common sense, but we don't depend on common sense because we cannot, and hear me, we cannot common sense our way through all of life's major decisions. You can't. Because we have to trust Him for the ultimate direction because I'm just going to tell you, sometimes the Lord is going to direct you in in paths that don't make any common sense. Have you ever read the Bible? I say that, okay, in the sense that if you have, you know that sometimes God asks His people sometimes to do things that make no sense whatsoever, but you just had to trust Him in the midst of it. Remember the example of Abraham and Isaac? Made no sense for Isaac to to sacrifice his only son. But what did he do? He trusted. Abraham trusted in Yahweh. He trusted in his God. And he trusted in the character of his God. And he knew that his God would not lead him to do anything evil. So he, he trusted in him. Knowing that even if the ultimate had happened, God would raise his son from the dead. Because he had a promise from God. Do you remember the blind man in John chapter 9 who was born blind? I mean, Jesus did a most unusual thing. He spit on the ground, made mud with his spit, picked up the mud, rubbed it on the man's eye, and then told the man to go wash in the pool of Siloam. Well, that makes no sense, common sense. Okay? Um, the, every blind person that was healed did not have to go wash off. They didn't, Jesus didn't do that to everybody. But what I'm, I'm getting at is sometimes things just don't always make common sense. You just have to trust God in the midst of it. Okay? That is absolutely important. Now, if verse 5 is our command, trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not on our own understanding, verse 6 gives us really sort of two things, kind of the result of doing that and the promise that accompanies trusting in the Lord with all your heart. And it's a pretty neat thing, in my opinion. It's a pretty encouraging truth and reality, in my opinion. Um, What is the result of trusting the Lord with all our hearts? Well, here's, here's the result. We will acknowledge Him in all our ways. Now, I know you guys think right now you know what that means. And I, you'll find out that it's probably a little different than what you think. And the promise that accompanies trusting in the Lord with all our heart and leaning not on our understanding is that He will direct our path. Now, that's powerful. Now, let's think about these things. Okay, it's just two, two things. Two main things this morning. And all God's people said, yes. Right? What's the first thing he says in the text? He says that, he he makes this statement. He says that we will acknowledge him in all our ways, in all your ways, acknowledge him. What, What does that mean? Well, first of all, if you look at that verse and you look there and you see the word way and you circle that word way right now, it's important we understand what the word way means. Because it is in that way that we are to acknowledge Him. We'll get to what acknowledge means in a minute. But we we need to understand what is meant by that way. Um, It 
what, what is it talking about? Well, it, it, that word way there, the Hebrew term, it literally speaks of going on a walk. Right? It's not literally referring to the things you do. A lot of people think that when he says acknowledge Him in all your ways, it's talking about acknowledge God in everything that you do. Well, that's a good thing, and surely you would want to acknowledge God in everything you do, but this is not the, 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 the specifics of what he's talking about right here when he's talking about here. I mean, that would be perfectly true, but what this meaning is, is that as we travel the road of life, just life at large, we acknowledge God. Now, what does that mean? As we're living our lives, as we're walking the road of life, as we're on the narrow road that we're on as believers, what is acknowledging Him? What does that mean? Well, that word, it's yada in the Hebrew, in the original. And what that means is, is basically this. It means, on one hand, it means to acquire or to discern. But it means to acquire, to discern in a specific way, in the sense of recognizing rights or authority. And when you put all that together in, in, in your spirit, as you're looking at this, you understand that to yada that is, acknowledge the Lord, is to recognize His sovereign control and authority in all of your experiences as we journey life's highway. Another way, no matter where you find yourself, you must discern the sovereign hand of God in the midst of it. His hand is guiding you providentially. You got to rest in that. <laughs> you got to rest in that. Now, guys, life can be scary sometimes. Life can be quite scary at times. It can be confusing. It can be frustrated, frustrating. But whenever you are trusting in the Lord and you're not trying to analyze the situation by your own understanding, you, 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 you begin to be able to just, just sit back and realize that it's not making sense, but I'm trusting that God's hand is, is, is guiding, that God's presence is here with me. I'm trusting in Him. My confidence is in Him in all of my situations. And as you trust Him in all situations and recognize He is in the midst of them, then you will trust Him all the more. Now let me give you some examples of this. Do you, you remember what happened with Elisha in 2 Kings chapter number 6? When the, the Syrian army was going to come in, the Syrian king wanted to, to squash him. Um, I mean, the Syrian king was quite upset because every time they would, they would go out to do something against Israel, well, my goodness, they would be in another place because they knew exactly where they were going to be. And this upset the king of Syria. So he decided, you know, he was going to deal with this, this problem. And we read these words in, in um, 2 Kings chapter 6. It says that... Uh, I'm going to begin reading in verse 11. It says, And the mind of the king of Syria 
was greatly troubled because of this thing. And he called his servants and said to them, Will you not show me who is for us, who is for, excuse me, who of us is for the king of Israel? And one of his servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words you speak in your bedroom. And he said, Go and see where he is, that I may send and seize him. It was told him, Behold, he is in Dothan. So he sent their horses and chariots and a great army, and they came by night and surrounded the city. When the servant of the man of God rose early in the morning and went out, behold, an army with horses and chariots was all around the city. And the servant said, Alas, my master, what shall we do? And he said, Do not be afraid, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Then Elijah prayed, O Lord, please open his eyes that he may see. So the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elijah. Now you see, here they were in a situation that looked like they were about to be overwhelmed by all of this Syrian army. And Elijah said, don't be afraid. Okay, we get, they had, Elijah was trusting. God was there with them in the midst of what seemed to be a horrific situation. And when the Lord opened the eyes of the servant, what did he sell? He saw chariots of fire around. Those that were with them are more than those that were against them. And you've got to remember, in the midst of the problems of life, when it gets awful at times, you don't stop trusting the Lord. Don't even begin to question the goodness of God. That is our temptation. God is good and God is faithful. I can assure you, you trust because God is for you and not against you. Okay? Who, who can come against God's elect? Nay, not one. Okay? Is the answer to that. Now, um, think about it. Sometimes you just got to trust God in the midst of things that make no sense. Take David and Goliath. David faces Goliath. Huge, tall Goliath. Little old David. About the only thing David had going for him was his good looks. And, and here is, 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 is Goliath. And what's he going to do? I mean, I'm sure Goliath thought this is a joke. What did he do? David said, I come against you in the name of the God of Israel. And he slew him. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There is no beast too big for the people of God. Trust Him in all of your situations. I know that um, it was a very difficult period of time in, in my life when I was in a coma. 22 years old. And... It's, it didn't know if I was ever going to wake up or come out of that coma. And if I did, not knowing what, what I was going to be like. But Angie had the assurance I was going to be okay. So what did you have to do? Trust. I just had to trust God. Well, here I am. No comments, okay? I was crazy before, alright? Before the head injury, alright? But you just have to trust God when you don't understand and you don't know what's going on. Trust Him. 
Trust Him. Acknowledge Him in all of the ways you go along the way of life. Acknowledge Him. Recognizing what that means is recognizing His control and authority in all of life's situations. Even those that don't make sense. So this trust, it's, it's not passive. People sometimes get... Get upset. Well, all you just say, you just, just trust the Lord. Well, you're doing nothing. But no, you're doing a lot when you're trusting God. Trust is not passive. It results in acknowledging God and seeing God in all of life's circumstances. And it leads to trusting Him all the more. Now, we get to the promise. When you're trusting Him all, with all your heart, and you're leaning not on your own understanding, which results in you acknowledging Him in all your ways, He will... He will make your path smooth. He will direct your steps. Path, that word path is yashar in the Hebrew. And what that means is to make level, to make straight, to make right. The path will be made right and it will be smoothed out by the Lord. The path of your life is that's a good promise. That's a great promise to know that. It doesn't say the Lord might do this. God might make your path straight. God might direct your steps. It says God will do that. He will do that. And that is a powerful thing. That is a liberating thing. Knowing that God has enough love and concern for me that when my trust is resting in Him, I'm not going to wander off down the wrong road. Though it may look like I'm on the wrong road. You've got to trust Him. What, which way do I go? Oh, what do I do? I'll tell you what. You relax. Lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge Him in all your ways. For He is directing your paths. Listen, you cannot escape the sovereign providential, guiding hand of God. You're not that powerful. And don't make an idol out of your free will. You're not that powerful. God rules. And God, listen, if you belong to Him, if you're painted with the blood of Jesus, He's ruling. He's got your life. Okay? He's got it. And you've got to trust Him. You've got to trust Him. Um, you may not know for certain what you're to do at any, in any given situation, but you can certainly know that when you're trusting God and you're not leaning on your own understanding, you will be where you are to be. Years ago, I thought I was supposed to move to Brookhaven, Mississippi. I thought that I was supposed to pastor Central Baptist Church, help them in a relocation and a building project. I thought this. They wanted me to come. I thought I wanted to go. In the meantime, while I was talking with them, the First Baptist Church of Cherokee called me. And I said, no, sir, have a nice day. Thank you for calling. Well, months go by, and one weekend, all the peace and assurance I had about moving to Brookhaven, Mississippi, 
and going to Central Baptist Church was completely robbed from me. I mean, you talk, I was a sick, I was emotional, I was sick at my stomach one weekend. I just called him up and I said, I, mm-mm, we, I, we're not going forward. One month later, First Baptist Church of Cherokee calls me back. Well, you've still been on our heart. We just thought we'd call, see if you changed your mind. At this point in time, I'm thinking, no, not really. I really don't want to move up near the Coon Dog Cemetery. Because back then, when you Google Cherokee, that's all that came up. And uh, in the back of my mind, I thought, well, I mean, I didn't tell them that. But I thought, well, okay, we'll talk. I said, I'll talk with anybody. And I will. I'll talk with anybody. It doesn't mean I'm going to do anything. I don't want to shut any door, but I'll talk with anybody. But, um, and so, long story short, uh, that's how God brought me up here into the Shoals area. Um, you know, I thought I was going one way, but God has a way of bringing you back in line with what He, he purposes. Okay? So, and you've you got to remember that. You've got you to recall that. So, saying, you may, you, listen, you may want clear directions all the time and at every turn, but God does not always initially give that. So, you trust Him. He is guiding you all along. Proverbs 16 9. I love Proverbs 16 9. It says, The heart of man plans his way, but it is the Lord, it is Yahweh, who establishes his steps. And that is powerful. God's direction does not mean, when, I, when, when that text says He'll make your path smooth, which I, I, I'm telling you that means He will guide direct, that does not mean it will come easy. Yeshar, yes, it means make levels smoothed out, but that does not mean there will be no hurdles to jump. That does not mean there will not be roadblocks to walk through. And sometimes there is much satanic opposition, but no matter what forces work against you, they will not stop you from God's decreed destiny in your life. And you have to understand that. No matter what, you trust the Lord. Your journey will be right, and He'll lead you. You say, well, now wait a minute. What if I'm just a rebel? You remember Israel? They were a rebel. They disbelieved God when they saw there were giants in the land. Their destiny was to go and inherit the land. They, they refused to go because of their unbelief. And only a few of them believed. And so what did they do? They ended up in the wilderness wandering around for 40 years. But guess where they also got to go? The promised land. Didn't they eventually get there? <laughs> you see, your rebellious, sinful, stupid choices may sometimes throw you off on a detour, but when you belong to God, God will use even that to work in you His purpose and His plan, and He will bring you right around and put you on line and path with where your ultimate goal is to be. You cannot thwart the sovereign hand of God. Okay? God isn't a president. You didn't elect Him. He is Lord. He is God. He is sovereign. He is ruler. And He sets His own authority. 
You don't get to vote on what He does. You don't get to vote on what God decides and what God chooses. And this little thing that we American Christians like to say, it's so Americanized and unbiblical, I wish I could eliminate it from our vocabulary. You've heard it before. God casts a vote for you, the devil casts a vote against you, and you cast the deciding vote. That ain't in there. Because when God decrees, God wins. Always. (laughs) That's good. That's good. That's good. Okay. Now, guys, whether you're on the Autobahn flying 120 miles an hour, racing around, not worrying about blue lights stopping you, pursuing the will of God, or whether you find yourselves on the back roads of a Colbert County uh, farm-to-market road with potholes everywhere and you don't know where you are and don't know if you have crossed the line into Mississippi or into Tennessee and you don't know where in the world you are, God still got you and is guiding you. Okay? And where there's something in you that is not pleasing to Him, He'll work it out. Okay? He'll work it out. So, trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him as you go along life's journey. Acknowledging that He is in sovereign control of your life. And He will direct your path. And He will lead you to the place that He has chosen for you to go. Wow. Wow. You see, Satan likes to come along and discourage you. Satan likes to come along and tell you you'll never be where God wants you to be. Satan likes to come along and say, yeah, it's too late. You've ruined it. Listen, there is nothing beyond God's outstretched hand. Not even you. There's nothing too hard for you. Even the mess you've made. You hear me? So, rejoice and be glad. The Lord invites His children to trust in Him with all of their heart and lean not on their own understanding, but in all their ways acknowledge Him. Amen? All right. Well, I'm going to ask every head to be bowed and every eye to be closed. Let me say that This trust that is being spoken of here in this text is a trust that is only available to those that are truly Christian. That trust that is spoken of here is a work of grace that begins because of a a work of grace that has to occur before that. And that work of grace is coming to Christ alone, by grace alone, through faith alone. In this day, if you're concerned about your eternal state before God and you are feeling the weight 
of your sin. Then come before the Lord and come to Him. He will not turn you away. Call on the name of the Lord, for He's mighty to save. And if that describes you, well, let's begin a gospel conversation. With every head bowed and every eye closed, you respond to what the Lord is going to do, what the Lord has said to you this day. As Gary sings and Angie plays.